This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Young Hot Guys uh, with me, Killian Sunderman. And myself and Tony. Listen, oh, okay. look at you. You came back you for came week, back. week more. They wanted more of it. A little bit, little bit eager, actually. Chill out. Back yeah, relax off. a little bit. Play it cool. Yeah, play it cool. You're really acting like, you, you know, don't text us for a couple of days. Don't text us for a couple of days. It was a huge marketing push. Not since Batman 1989 mm-hmm. have I seen a marketing push. We were in the press. <laughs> we, we post a lot about it. You know, I, we're <laughs> recording this in advance of the first episode coming out. And I think we can only assume the reaction has been just incredible. Oh, it stratospheric. Straight to the top of the podcast charts, breaking all the records. Yep. Mm-hmm. Madonna? <laughs> Reshared. It's I part just... of the tour, of Madonna's new tour. Incredible. <laughs> they um, did a screening of it there at the Giants Causeway. They that did. Was, yeah. They played it in double time at Madonna's tour while she sang Ray of Light. Can't, and they yeah. projected it onto Charles yeah. I's face, Charles III's face, uh, when he was doing a speech, which I thought was really a nice touch. Should have touch. projected it on his fingers if they wanted to get a big screen. <laughs> Biggest sausage hands. fingers. What are the sausage hands? What do you mean? Like, why does he have those sausage fingers? Just an old man. We no, forget it because he was always the boy. Just eating. The boy who lived. He Pitten, seems... Um, shite. So, not that I'm... <laughs> I wouldn't mess. be a big royalist or anything. I wouldn't be a royalist. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But he seems much grumpier since he became king. Mm, when that pen didn't work. Oh, that, no, fucking yes. pen. <laughs> the pen Give didn't work. He grimaced throughout his whole coronation street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there was a pee under the cushion. I don't like the queen and I don't like the royals. And I don't like coronation chicken. And I think, and it makes sense now. You know, I think I think it's one of the worst sandwiches you can get—a coronation chicken sandwich—and it was made for the Queen's coronation. Do they have that at, at um, afternoon tea? Or is that like a curry? Where? What do you mean? Afternoon tea has a set type of sandwiches. Does it? I think so. One of them is a curry. Is that somewhere where you go to like a posh place? Can I just say we were supposed to be doing like a proper intro here? Sorry. Yes. Yeah, we were supposed to do a proper like this is a professional podcast now. We've done one episode. Now we are now we are professional podcast people. You know, we've been asked to to be the support act for Madonna's for Madonna's Banana. global tour for mm-hmm. Madonna Babana <laughs> Madonna Bada <laughs> from a baby um, for the tour. And now we're supposed to do this intro, and you guys are talking about. English chicken. Fingers. English chicken. The Queen's chicken is on our podcast. I don't want the Queen's chicken. I want to do pro- proper professional intros. Okay, so we'll we do it again. Okay. I have more on English chicken. Go on. And a little bit sad. He was the best guy around. Oh my, oh my. Is it hot in here or what? You're an attractive guy. It's the fabulous Tony Cantwell. I'm talking about Shane Daniel Byrne. <laughs> oh, just enjoying a lovely light and fresh re-raw Irish lager there. The proud sponsors of the Young Hot Guys podcast at re-raw beer uh, on Instagram. I'm just enjoying that. Mm. Well, I mean, it's amazing that this podcast is so successful. We have a sponsor and what a sponsor to have. Re-raw, the fresh and light Irish lager. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, when I drink it, I'm, I feel good about myself. I yeah, but drink you. responsibly. Do. And that yes. won't make you better person. I like anything that comes out of Wicklow. Anything that comes with love from Kilcool, I'm into it. Yeah, like hosier, 
Re-Irish beer, all of them so good. Same kind of thing going on with the both of them, and they are the very proud sponsors of this podcast, Young Hot Guys. So thank you very much, Re-Raw Beer, just, for that. Just Re-Raw Beer, Hosier hasn't given us a red cent. No, no he hasn't. And, and we're upset about it. We're upset yeah. about it. Take me to the bank <laughs> of Hosier. Anyway, now on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Young Hot Guys. This is a new podcast uh, with uh, Tony Cantwell, Shane Daniel Brown and Kimmy Sunderband. And here we are talking about serious issues, serious stuff. And we want to say thank you so much for listening and shooting up to the top of the charts. It's really good. But also, <laughs> what about um, things that are happening? But I, I, I ran out of steam. Let's just go back to the chicken. Let's face yeah, it. There's a weird energy because just a few minutes ago, we had a quick chat in advance of the podcast recording. And one thing led to another and we all made out and held hands. <laughs> and we're a bit uncomfortable since. Okay, so I just think we should air that. Yeah. Okay, there, it's out, it's aired. Now let's it never was, talk about it again. It was a mistake. I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love to write it to you, I would. Oh no, we should. Uh, so no, I can't. Let's save it up for like Valentine's episode. Yeah, I'm live, not allowed, live I'm married. Yeah. Oh, grow up. Come Although, on. Although. Grow up. This isn't 1999, you know? People don't get married anymore. Yes. Who, well, someone will alert the vicar. Get a grip. <laughs> You can contact us at yhgpodcast.org. No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> YHG. YHG at headstuff.org. That's how you can email us with your feedback and hopefully complaints. Mm. I'd be love to see that. Like yep. if you, okay, it is important. This is a, a, a nascent young podcast and feedback is an important part of the process. But can I say, if you have something that you don't like, don't you dare say that publicly. <laughs> Yeah. Don't you dare <laughs> write that anywhere. People think they can say what... They, this is a very small country. Mm-hmm. There's about 10 or 11 people on Twitter at any one time. And if you write about someone, they'll see it. It's true. I remember I had a go at all the late, late Valentine's contestants. Mm. And like six of them messaged me being like, ah, I'm sorry, sorry to hear Oof. you didn't like it. And like, I forgot these are civilians. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are civilians. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But some of it was it's pretty the system. The, the system. system is what's wrong. But it, <coughs> tell you what. <coughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Sorry, I'm choking my own rage there. No, I'll tell you what you can do. Because we do give our opinions, if we get anything wrong, you can tell us that we're wrong, but in like a nice way. Like, don't be like, you know, a bully about it. Just like tell us, oh, that fact that you said. Because I love just pulling things. I have this policy, right? There's been a lot of debunking happening recently, mm. mm-hmm. right? Yes, fact checking. And I think, can we not live in a world just full of bunk? Do you know what I mean? Like the story of the girl in Amsterdam with the glory hole, right? Was dispelled. I found out about the oh, story man. in finding out that the story was fake. This is like finding out Santa wasn't real. Exactly. Can we not like which he is? Which and he is. is. All ages podcasts. Anyway, the glory hole. The glory hole story. <laughs> anyway, back to the glory hole. Anyway, back to the glory hole. The, I feel like, and I love the generation. I love the next. I love Gen Z, Gen Zs, and Greenpeace. I love the everything. generation. I love the generation. Yeah, whatever one it is now. Yeah, <laughs> but Can and we... there's such a there's such a, a a pursuit of truth and the you know collapsing of disinformation and misinformation. But a nice juicy story about a glory hole. Can we not just leave that? I have believed that that was real or like you know oh a big hairy guy was spotted in the woods might be Bigfoot can we not go- you know can we not google yeah. it any so further you would like to rebunk it I don't know I, I think well debunking so it's just bunk oh, so just leave things as bunk things are bunk yeah but now we can can we try and campaign oh, to rebunk, to rebunk. Yeah. you want to rebunk, rebunk the, the story. Whole story so we just tell people it's true did you believe it well I I, you know, I, I think in order find, to rebunk I think in order to rebunk you're going to have to do it <laughs> Someone's going to have to suck off their dad. Anyway, Santa. What's Santa bringing his little guys? 
<laughs> you can email at yhg at headstuff.org. Also, if you enjoy us and you want to support the podcast, there's a way you can do that. Uh, you can support the podcast by going to headstuffpodcastplus.org. You don't Headstuff know what the, org. you Headstuff are. Plus. Headstuffplus.org. Okay, there's a, there's a place you can go to. It'll be on a link in our bio. Google Headstuff Plus. Now, mm-hmm. I want to ask you a question. Do you look how you want to look? <gasps> no, no, no. <laughs> I am. Do you know what? I am furious. I have developed what can only be described. Am I answering the question? How we look? Yeah. Yeah. What could, like my? I am starting in my uh, hurtling towards middle age. I look like Pat Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I look like, you know, when you, if you look at the doll, now it's all changing it up now, right? Do you yeah, know yeah, Kenny's yeah. in there in a scabby jumper? I don't mind them wearing whatever clothes they want, but can you not look a bit nice? Jesus Christ. Mm. Some of them are in there and it's like, ah, oh, come on now. Mm-hmm. Come on you now. Put on sound it. like Pat Rabbit. Iron the shirt <laughs> yeah. at least. Like, just scruffy. You know, don't be going in scruffy looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scruffy yeah. looking. But. No, it has to be a crisp shirt and fold up the sleeves if you want to look like the everyman. Yeah, okay, mm. I'm going to roll up your sleeves. No, but but I, you know I, I, when you, know you know watch I mean. them, if you watch any, watch the news in Ireland every day, 6-1 or whatever, whatever, whichever bulletin you choose, or the 5.30 over on Virgin Media. Mm. <laughs> 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 if anyone's watching it. On, Will no. you stop? Our news, 5.30, okay. Still. <laughs> <laughs> leave it there, Colette. Oh, oh I must tune in, Colette. <laughs> I, people are on the way home from work. No one's watching that. No. We got the scoop on RTE. No one is looking at that. Mm. Richard Chambers can smolder all he wants. No one's interested. Anyway, and he does. He does. They all took the men are tucking their necks into their shirts, mm. and that is a reality in my life now that is coming. Oh. I would like, yeah, love yourself, love your body. I would like not to have this. So, if anyone knows who can give me some kind of injection. Because I believe you have to give up sugar, basically. That's basically, <laughs> it's like you can go to the gym and you can work on your belly and your gut or whatever, change whatever part of your body. But if you want to lose those deposits, you have to give up sugar. And I have a real sweet tooth. <laughs> have a real sweet tooth. <laughs> Why don't you just get a bigger shirt collar? A big fucking starchy oak. That's a real. Big f- Harry Hill. That's a Fina Gale answer. Cover it up. Is that it? <laughs> get your chin removed. I'd want to get my chin removed. There's a Brian Jordan Alvarez video where they talk about surgery. Oh, I love it. And she, he, she goes, and I got my neck. And he goes, replaced. And she goes, replaced. <laughs> He's and like, I mean, his nose yeah. is like, I had nasal passage issues. So I had to get the nose reduced in yes. order to, find, yeah. like giving reasons for, I had my forehead reduced. Uh, cold. <laughs> so I was getting cold. Because I was getting cold. <laughs> Uh, Anthony, do you look how you would like to look? Well, I mean, I wanted to have a beard when I was a kid, when mm-hmm. I was like, you know, so I have that. But like, I didn't plan on having like a ponytail. A ponytail. Yeah. Mm. We laughed at them. Yeah. We laughed at them. <laughs> we laughed at everyone with a ponytail. Steven Seagal, as you call him. Yeah, you know? Seagal. Um, you know, I've got a ponytail popping it with a hat. Well, we laugh at you when I'm, you're not around, so. Okay. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. We talk about how gorgeous you are. I've got glasses. I'm a nerd. I've got a hoodie on. <laughs> I've got brown socks on. Like, I don't know what I planned here. Mm. I don't know what is happening. Is it, are you having, you know when sometimes you leave, you go about to leave the house and you go, don't really like what I'm wearing. Yeah. And you do it anyway. Yeah. Mm. And it spoils your whole day. Yes. You go around going, you look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. You look like an idiot. I'm I'm kind of having that. I love this shirt when I bought it, but I'm not interested. Anyway, that's. I thought you looked good today when I saw you standing there. 
I thought you looked good, and can I also say I thought you looked not every day. Bloody amazing on the Late Late Show. Oh, thank you. Oh. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about how seamless that was? That was a pretty can good you? link. And oh as God. I said, you guys check check us out at yhdpodcast.com. Okay, those are just random. <laughs> can we get subtitles on that, please? <laughs> I'm just trying to insert as much. You can email us at yhg. I'm trying to. I want to get a, a job in breakfast radio. Five one one five five four one one five. Check us your opinions and give us your thoughts and Check opinions. Out your opinions. Check us your opinions and hey guys, maybe tomorrow. But it's also on today, so let's all get crazy and have fun. Anyway, here's Send Doja Cat in a voice note. <laughs> we love to hear. Hey guys, <laughs> uh, love the tunes. Uh, <laughs> Please, will you play a song for Carol? Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, get Spotify. Carol, I think you've got a great pair. And that's enough of that. <laughs> uh, we're going to move away from the voice notes. Um, no, I thought you were amazing. I'll tell um, you what. Yeah. I did. I was wearing a vintage Missoni suit from Heritage Vintage. So oh I want to shout goodness. out Missoni, to them. I order my pizzas from them. Yeah. No, miss Wagon Wheel. M I S S, not Missoni's. The Missoni's and Harold's Cross, I will say, it's no longer a chipper. Don't oh. do chips anymore. What the hell? Anyway, yeah, it was nice when the late show. You think it's going to be this big deal? Yeah, and it is then a big it, deal. But it it's doesn't. Huge. But nobody makes that much of a fuss. So when you're on it, when you're sitting on the late show, right? You're you're there's a feel. Even though you're like talking to Paddy, you probably know him as Patrick. I'd call him Paddy. <laughs> and you're there. You're chatting away, but your brain feels like it's like needs to happen from the Matrix because you're sitting there and you're like, you should feel like I'm on the wrong side. I need to be on. Now I haven't watched the full late show in years. Right? No mm. years. You know, I'm a legend. Pretty cool. Probably yeah. have a lot of socialising to do. Heavy drugs, that kind of thing. <laughs> but you feel like you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong part of this. Okay. You should be over. You should be over there, at least in the audience. Outer body, almost. Almost, but then you kind of snap back in because you're like, okay, behave, be professional. But it is quite Does surreal. It, it is. It doesn't feel like when that when that first conversation first started up. Said, do you want to go on late? It doesn't feel. You don't go like, this is it, baby. We've mm. made it. You kind of go, okay, yeah, okay, go on, go on. But then, yeah, it all feels smaller. Mm. It all feels smaller. But then it doesn't, I don't know, people make a fuss. It is funny, people from your deep past do send you messages. Yeah. And go like, who? You were what's so, the, you were what, the most, like, kind of, like, deepest past? Like, people from school who I was not friends with in school. Yeah, okay, yeah. But not enough that, like, I wish it was, like, some bully. Mm. And then I could get a bit of content out of it. That's good. You know I mean? By go, the way, if you're a friend from school who messaged Shane this week, he might hate you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, if you're a bully of Shane and you have some of the nicknames you used to give him, email them. YHG. Yeah, at, email them in, uh, please. We really they used hear to those. call me Pat Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> You've always looked like him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a fun experience. Did you I get... invited you guys to come and you did not come. You did, sorry. I, was doing a, I had a gig in Limerick, so... Whatever. I wasn't big enough for the late night. As well. um, I thought I would get a chance to plug the podcast, but the section of the interview that was called Chance to Plug disappeared. Right. Um, and tell me, Shane, do you have any podcasts or anything you didn't <laughs> promote? <laughs> so you didn't talk about the podcast. That's the whole point of getting on the late late. That's it was. Kind of well, well that's why I kind of thought if you, <laughs> we both, I thought if you came, they could like pan to you or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then they're doing this whole new thing now because me and Emma went on as a little duo. Which we are not, by the way. Yeah, but you're cute together. We're friends and we are colleagues, together. but like, I don't know why we were a thing. Mm -hmm. But um, I think they were like, if Joanne and Garode are killed in a plane crash, they're like, these two. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be next. Do you know what I mean? It's like, groomed hmm, by Montrose. we need lady comedian, top of her game, and some fag. Right? And then it's like, we're the spares. So if they're ever stuck, do you know what I mean? For, no, I for, don't fit any of those molds. That could be your that, oh. that could be your comedy troupe name, the Spares. 
The spares. <laughs> Comedy troupe. Maybe we should become a circus troupe. Yeah, I like that. Me and Emma did the audience warm-up together and that was fun because it was very, we were very rock and roll about it. Mm. Like Emma was getting her makeup and hair done until the very last second. Mm. Um, like that's so lucky that I, Emma just gets, like she has like gals who are in doing it and pumping her up in a dressing room and all and I'm like just sitting there drinking wine with Raymond. Mm. Um, who I like, but you know. <laughs> um, but uh, th- then we did the warm-up together and we kind of rock and roll and we're like, no, just wing it. Just I'll say this and you say this. Grant, we'll see how we go. <laughs> but there was two boys Boys, right? There was somehow I noticed these two young boys, and I was like, "What the hell?" Or Emma said, "Any Tala heads?" And they said, "Yeah, they're from Tala." And I looked at them. I was like, "They look like kids." And I was like, "I was like, what are you doing here? Are you allowed to be out by yourselves, or whatever?" And they were laughing or whatever. And they were. I was like, "What age?" Are you? And they're like nineteen, twenty. And Emma said, "Shane, do you know what we'll do? We ride them." <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, we, I, I kind of just didn't Moving respond on. to it that much. Yeah, a little bit like that. And then I said to her after, I was like, why did you say that? She's like, oh, yeah, I did say that. I don't know why I said that. That's I don't brilliant. know why I said that. I remember going to see a live taping of the Craig Doyle show. Okay. Back when they were grooming him for like, you know, that, the Saturday, you know, the Saturday spot has been in rotation yeah, yeah, yeah. for the decades. Since Kenny Live. Yeah, since Kenny Live. Craig um, Doyle, can I say, keeping it tight. Mm-hmm. Keeping it tight. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. He's, a great he's, he's on British TV. He's bigger and better, isn't he? He's on this yeah, morning. He he's on this Rochelle. morning. It's a big deal. But he, he was um, like a hunk. We were there in the audience. I used to go to all the tapings because it was a place in the boom times. Now boom it times. was it was a place just to go pre-drinking because it was just yes. they, would, they would literally you go fill to you tapings up full. Of I would go to so much, I would go to so many tapings. Went to the Craig Doyle show. What? Went to Frontline. Went to the, the late politics late. show. Yeah, I would just go because they would literally they would give you like a bottle of wine each. And this is like when I was in college. I'll tell you about Craig Doyle in a second, but it was actually when I was on... No, I'll finish Craig Doyle. No, I'll tell you about Craig Doyle in a second. I'll finish Craig Doyle in a minute. (laughs) No, basically the Craig Doyle story is I was sitting there and I was waiting there for ages and I'm kind of drunk at this stage. And you don't even like day drinking and then you're kind of sobering up and you get a headache. That's the kind of vibe I was sitting there. And it was like two hours into this taping of the Craig Doyle show. And he couldn't quite hit his mark. What happened was meant to happen. There was a big band, big brass band. And Mm. then he was going to run in and start playing the drums. And he just couldn't get it right. He plays the drums but he just couldn't get it right. And they'd be like, oh, sorry, can we go again? Sorry, can we go again? Oh, and that went on for like an hour and a half. <laughs> and then they said at the start, like, you can't leave. And I just basically said, my, look, I need to leave. My girlfriend's been hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> and they let me out. What the? I don't believe in all that chance or tempting fate around like that. My, my girlfriend's been hit by a car. My girlfriend's been hit by a car. So I need to go I now. think my girlfriend got squashed. Um, <laughs> got I have to book. go. She's been squashed. They do go to the um, toilet, Lele Show. They go to the toilet in their droves. Yeah, they do. And they move you like a cattle. Yeah, they're like, and they say, well, stagger it. It was like, how, what are they all supposed to agree together? Right? I'll go now, you go now. Mm. What are you talking about? They're strangers to each other. But we went on um, the Frontline one episode and um, and we were getting a bit bored and, at one point and we were getting drunk because they give you like a bottle of wine each. And this was at the time that Pat Kenny was having an issue about land where he was trying to like, he was suing a woman about the kind of the demarcation of yeah. his land. Wait, he, what, the background of that story, I think, is, and I don't want to get into any legal trouble is, but he, what, what people understood is he was walking his dog every morning through a field and then he kind of decided because he used the field a lot that it was his field. Yeah. And then he decided it was his field because he used it a lot. Well, this is the time he was getting paid 900 Thousand. Nine hundred thousand! Not pounds. Was it not? No. It was euros. Euro. Okay. Still. Nine hundred thousand! <laughs> More than the American president, is it? Yeah, yeah. That's so what that the guy the said later. But anyway, we were I'm off to an old one for a field because I need to get that money. That's what he said. So yeah. this was around the same time. This was like maybe the week before uh, your man had, had a go to him. So there was a journalist on who had like called Pat out or whatever. And my mate Joe was sitting next to my mate Joe. 
and he he actually had the dirt on this journalist and he was trying to defend he was about to defend Pat. So he had his hand up and the microphones came around for questions and I grabbed the microphone away from my friend and I said, um, well, you know, there's been a lot of fear mongering from the Irish Times and you're all talking about, you know, what happens when, when couples get married. But what's going to happen when and I made a gay joke, when me and my partner get married and I put my arm around my friend mm. and he seized up and <laughs> Pat Kenny said, right, well, I'll tell you. And, he, and I think it's because he knew I was joking. He says, it's going to be a long time before you two are allowed to get married. And the audience just went, oh, what? and they were so repulsed by it. And then Pat was like, got a bit flustered by it. And then his lackey came over to us at the end of the show. He was like, Pat's so sorry about that. Um, he'd like to invite you up to the green room to have a couple of drinks. And we drank him out of house and home <laughs> and burned the ear off him all night. And he was a very apologetic. And we were like, Pat, come on, you got to come to the fucking lilies with us. And I had to pretend that my friend was my boyfriend, even though I was there with my girlfriend and I was drunk and I was trying to kiss her. And yeah. she's like, stop kissing me. We need to keep illusions here. Um, and um, and I it think it's fantastic. What a great. Like youth is so wonderful that you yeah. do that stuff. I still yeah. can't get over the fact that you're going to like political talk shows, audiences as you're pre-drinking yeah. night out. It's just a weird. We'd get the bus in and we'd just be drunk because you, you could go to anything. You could you could just ask for tickets and, and the more boring, the more alcohol usually to stay kind of engaged. And then I was on the Late Late with the episode of the breakdancing boy, the white breakdancing boy. Mm. And Pat said, um, he's like, now this boy, he's going off to New York. Mm. He's going to enter a breakdancing competition. Then he gets down in his honkers and sits next to the, the sits down in his, in his honky. And he sits to the boy. He says, um, and look, you're, you know, a lot of those. I can't. A lot of those dancers are black. Mm. And the boy's like, yeah. Are you going to put anything on your face? <laughs> to, oh be, to, be, to be one of them. And the boy goes, no. The boy knew. The boy knew. <laughs> the child, little boy. The little child knew. About? My favourite one, though, was when he I called Mattress Mick Mattress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the all time greatest moments of, of Irish broadcasting. Yeah. Uh, mattress Mick. Mattress. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like you can see, it's just a flow of thought. You can see how it happened, but. Mattress. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mattress Mick is like, yeah, call me Mattress. Oh, God, yeah. I just love it. My name's not Mattress. mattress. <laughs> and he corrects it instantly, but it's still <laughs> just divine. Of course, all the, the great, great, great break dancers are in New York, aren't they? Yeah, and most of them are black as well. Yeah. What would you do? Would you put a little color around your face? <laughs> no. No, you'd be the, the greatest, the first great, great white break dancer in the world. <laughs> I went to a the cobblestone on the weekend, Sunday. Legend. After watching nice. the new Scorsese Killer of the Flower and Moon. What a great day! What a brilliant film. Childless. In the IFI screen one, I'm very cultured. And then we were like, oh, it's the first Sunday of the month, and you know. The first Sunday of every month in the cobblestone in the back room, they have a traditional singing evening mm. where uh, everyone puts their names down on a sheet. Everyone sits in a room and then it's three songs and then it's a bit of a break and then it's three songs and a bit of a break. And people just amateur people. And then there's always a guest singer sing. They sing songs in that kind of like traditional Irish way. But sometimes you have Portuguese people singing Portuguese songs. Oh, sometimes lovely. you have, and we have, you know, someone will sing a pub with no beer and everyone will sing along and it's all really nice. It's very lovely, very wholesome. Um, and everyone's singing real nice songs and they were doing all their kind of like, 
All the old days are gone, but the new days are here. Yeah. I love you, my dear, or whatever. Um, That's good. You that was actually kind of, that was actually kind of right. just on the spot, uh, yeah. and uh, and it was great. And I love that kind of like sadness, you know, sitting in that sadness that Irish mm. people have. And then one guy got up. One guy got up. He was already sorry. He's leaning on the bar, already too confident. Mm. Already too confident, mm. and they often do a little introduction, going like, "This is a song by the way of uh, Tommy Riley, and uh, I, I heard it from my granny." And then they sing the song, and there's always a bit of like, "Oh, you know, I'm not a professional singer. I'm a bit timid about this." This guy leaning on the bar, already very confident, head back. You know, there's something about having a head back that yeah. I just think it's very confident. Bellowing, and uh, and he said, "We had like, he knew it was his turn." Anyway. Okay, guys, how about we sing a song together? The chorus goes, Dairy my go, Dairy my day, and Dairy my go. And then he belts out a sea shanty. Everyone's singing together. But it's just the American <laughs> accent or Canadian or whatever. It, yeah. it, it could have been North American. Something about that accent singing Irish songs. Mm. Just, it just, it's like Disney trad or something. Yeah. It was, he was like, Oh, ho, my hearties, my fellas, my guys. Oh, I've been many years on the roads with you, yo. Oh, I've been on the years, oh, my fellas, my guys. Oh, it's hard on the seas in the old west of Ireland. Oh, it's tough, oh, it's tough for me, hearties, my guys. And it's just, oh, man, fucking shut up. I think we can all agree. Quiet, man. In terms of America. Yeah. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. There's just enough. the accent doesn't yeah. match well with the misery of the songs. There's, you know, like when an old, when Irish voice is like, "Oh, we had to leave old Ireland. To it. We left it all. We did." That's so sad. Mm. But like if it's, "Oh, we had to leave old Ireland," you know, it just sounds like that's. That was good. It sounds, I, like, good sounds, like, sounds like that wasn't that bad. Sounds yeah. like you were maybe going on holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were off. A cruise. You were on a cruise. Why well, were you going on a cruise? Mm. There's something about, oh, me hearties, my fellas, my chefs, oh, my guys. How are you for singing in front of a room full of people? Uh, doesn't phase me. Yeah? Yeah. Doesn't. I was at a, was at a stag and, and uh, I picked up a guitar and this was at like, you know, like this, you get up a kind of a peak drunk and then you kind of taper off because you still want to stick, with, you know, then you're just on the water because everyone's still still mm-hmm. awake. So it was at when I a peak drunkenness. I picked up the guitar and tried to play Everlong and Ooh. it was tough. Yeah. You know, I was like, and I, but I was, I didn't realize, I thought I'd be really bellowy and like bombastic, mm. but I was more like, hello, I've waited for you. And they were like, we can't hear you. Everlong. Tonight I throw myself into And it was really bad But An hour later My mate Bob was all like Okay party trick Party trick And I'm like alright fucking And I just belted out Fucking rattling bog And I got a good rattling bog going Yeah And there was some English You know English guy there Who never heard rattling bog So Mm. that's like fucking What's witchcraft If you never heard it Yeah And I was able to do the full last bit You know You know uh, uh, You know Egg and an S and an S and a tree and a tree And I was able to do the whole thing One breath and I totally, totally redeemed myself. Yeah, because you're singing the song of your people. Applause. You're singing the song of your people. Yeah. Everlong is not the song of your people. No, it wasn't. In the same but way that save the night. In the same myself. way that the, the the trad sounds good in an Irish accent. Mm. When you sometimes when you hear people bar Dolores or Reardon or whatever, or you know when you hear like Irish people singing uh, like American rock songs, it sounds wrong. Yeah. I was in a choir in America and I had to change my accent when I sang. What do you think of the kind of Dermot Kennedy style reclaiming of? I've got my own accent. I'm from Dublin. Yeah, that's amazing. Is I he not from class. Mayo or something? Whatever. Yeah, I don't know where he's from, but he, he, he I think that's cool when people sing in their own accents. Wait, but the start. Think, if you're singing Everlong. Yeah. What's, the, what's the line of it? What one? 
something about the start. Remember <laughs> start has a tight heart. I think it's great. But yeah, good. But there was a the whole nineties was all like, where does it start? And like, where yeah, are you yeah, from? yeah. That yeah, was yeah. another thing. I thought like, even sketches... we've got the world tonight. Mickey Joe Hart, we yeah. got the world tonight. tonight. Let's hold on together. I was and thinking it's like Ameri- it, uh, American it'd be very funny if you were in. This is a good. I thought two video ideas. One of them, I think I'm gonna actually do. So Wait, do, we, do you want to spoil it here? Don't, don't want to spoil it. But one of them, he's got, I, he's got one cooking, guys. Got one see. Cooking. Follow Killer Sunday <laughs> if you want to hear what he's watching. <laughs> no, but um, the, but the, uh, they probably already do. Surely, no. Um, okay. already no, but uh, if you funny. were if you're doing that kind of like emo like emo singing, mm. it's a trad session and everyone's singing. It's just someone singing a real solemn song. And then someone just goes, it's your turn, Tony. I think you'd be very good at it. Mm, thank and it's you. Like, and it's like, I've been here tonight <laughs> where I left my girl, my lag in love, my lag in love. That's great. Oh, oh my heart is for this real. This is good. Yeah, I like that. And that's the cruel reason. I left El Skibberine. <laughs> I left El Skibberine. <laughs> hey! Thank you. I Thank love you. that. Sh- should have been a video. Fuck. Well, well you can you can keep it. Although I do think if we had just clip out you singing in this whole podcast. It'll that'll be a good, like twenty minute clip. Yeah. <laughs> You sang a lot. And it's so good. What is Why? your song no, yeah. in a, in a no, kind no, no, of no, no, no. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, no. family or post funeral or whatever? What is your song that like you can't sing ever long in that context? Um, well, we and while have... I'm asking you, what's your biggest dating ick as well? Okay, great <laughs> question. Um, dating ick is uh, holes and socks. Holes uh, and socks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Well, I suppose that's. Okay. But I, no, uh, I don't. We don't have a history of that in my family, and I'm trying to introduce it. So mm-hmm. we're going to do like a little Christmas sing song. I'm going to have Sonny sing a song. I'm going to have Terry sing a song. I'm going to force my family to sing songs, and it's going to be a Christmas tradition. Great, sounds it. great. Sing Sonny sing a song. Sonny sing a song. So you should make him a good singer. Well, he sings. He's. Do you know? Uh, do you know? I've done this, and we can get back to party piece songs in a second. But while it's on my mind. Sonny's been picking like songs from Alexa to like pick songs and they're awful. Like, you know, it's like play Witch at the Disco and it's some guy like, there's a witch at the disco and it must be Halloween. And it's so annoying. And he just picks all these songs. So I've been trying to like get him to play other songs. And then he's like, there's another song. Like, play Zombie at the Disco. There's a zombie at the oh, disco. Like a completely different song. I love Sonny. He's the best. So he picks all these songs or whatever. And uh, so to get him to play music, I've tried to figure out ways of getting it in. So I was playing like Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran. And, mm-hmm. like, and he's like, what's this song? And I'm like, this song is about Teen Wolf. And he's like, what is Teen Wolf? So I showed him pictures of Michael J. Fox and Teen Wolf. And I'm like, yeah, this song is about how he likes to skateboard and do cool tricks. <laughs> and then he loves the song. Okay, yeah. And so like I'm trying to plant like Basically, intellectual properties, <laughs> popular intellectual properties into songs that I like Branded. so that he's picking them. But no, he's playing that all the time now. There is a scene at the end in the credits, I think, maybe of Teen Wolf, where they've won the whatever and there's a person with their fly down in the crowd. Yeah. So if you want to look that up, you can check it. And it's the a thing they in... talk about on, you know, you see it in, oh, in movies, such and such, mistakes in movies. But when we were kids, we had Teen Wolf recorded off the telly. Yeah. And we watched it and we would delight in that every time it's so funny that there's two like at the end of Back to the Future 3 there's a kid who literally he watches a clip like it's uh, Doc Brown's son 
and while in frame, all you see is this from his crotch. The kid's only looks like six years old. He kind of goes like, he goes like that, 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 and then points at his Mickey three times. What? Yeah. <laughs> is that what he's doing? I thought he, goes, he was just mm, messing. Mm, 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 and he points at his Mickey three times. What? So at the end of two Michael J. Fox movies, there's basically someone like... Gaffs. There's penis gaffs. Janie. Sounds yeah. like is that his first stand-up comedy set. Hey! <laughs> hey! So I said the thing from before. Yeah. That's good. It's callback. Yeah, it's callback. Um, do you have a song that it would do a funeral song would be like a... Not, not really. A My family you know. don't... We do, I mean, we do do... Don't speak anymore. Mm. But we don't speak anymore. <laughs> 99 Luft Balloons. We don't sing it it's speak anymore. Nine, we sing to each other all the time though. Okay. <laughs> <Do> um, <laughs> no, we sing uh after there's this extra song we have uh at birthdays. David Hasselhoff. It's no <laughs> Get in my car. <laughs> Get in my car. Um no, we after happy birthday, mm-hmm. we have an extra song, which is Hochzalzi Leben. Um which we sing every time and like Often it's mixed scenarios. So sometimes there's only like two German people there. Like maybe it's Anna's family's birthday. It's her sister's thing. It's just the only people there of German representation is like maybe me and my dad or me and my mum. And she will start singing that after it. And I have to, this is a three part harmony song. Wow. So I'm like, what am I, where am I even supposed to sing? And then, uh, and then we have to sing it. And everyone is just looking at us like, what's going on? Um, yeah, it goes, it's actually based off a Bach tune. I don't know if you guys know Bach. Yes. I was calling him Batch. Uh, Batch. <laughs> <laughs> I was calling him Brennan's Batch. Uh, you were having Sebastian Batch. Batch, yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it goes, Hoch soll sie leben, hoch soll sie leben, dreimal hoch. Hoch soll sie leben, hoch soll sie leben, meine Hoff. Elebe hoch, elebe hoch, 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 hoch. This isn't funny. You're, you're picking on us. Wow. I sang so much today. Yeah, I don't thank know what's you going so on. much. This has been. Why am I singing so much? I feel <laughs> like I'm on X Factor. <laughs> Killian Sunderman hour, Bridey hour. Yeah. This is silly. The song's too big for you, babe. Am I? <laughs> song's too big for you, babe. I'm bony. pretty ruthless with karaoke. Like, um, I will, I will, I will fucking stomp on you. I will fucking stomp on your neck to get to that microphone. I, my mate Connor, we were on the way to karaoke, and he was like, "I'm gonna sing Take on Me," I think, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then while he was getting a drink, I sang Take on Me. You bastard! Piece of shit. That is just gross, we, Tony. I was so at another. Funny. I was at another time where I was just Jesus. fucking locked. Me and my mate John, and this was an expensive karaoke in Soho one time, right? <laughs> and me and my mate John had a microphone, and then. Um, we sang like five songs in a row. We were just like, you know, just locked into karaoke mode. And then Terry was all like, you need to give the mic to someone else. And I was like, yeah. I was actually whispering to John, they're trying to fucking take the mic off us. And Terry was like, that's enough and kicked us out. And like, mm. we were only in there for like maybe seven songs and we had sang, you know, basically the, the majority of the songs. Um, I'm fairly also never experienced this before. Went to um, my friend Emily's birthday party in London in a place called Rowan's which is a bowling alley slash karaoke bar mm. they've all sourced in London oh yeah all yeah. 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 yeah yeah what yeah. else and do they do we saw like the queue that was coming up and it was actually it was me and Terry the only funeral. street oh sorry different queue <laughs> <laughs> that's a real British thing isn't it queuing yeah. <laughs> oh they're so proud of themselves we, that we always nine. queue up don't we <laughs> <laughs> right right uh, and uh, the, we saw the queue of the songs and we saw um Celine Dion, um, what it's all coming back to me, oh, and I was like, 
All right, well, we're fucking it's about that seven one. minutes. I don't know who even put that one on. I'm definitely getting that one. And me and Terry were the only straight couple there. It was mostly Emily and her friends. Were all it was a lesbian karaoke party. Mm-hmm. And I did not realize how important Celine Dion was to the community. When yeah. we tried to get that microphone, oh. it was like a sea of piranhas to try and get the fucking microphone for Celine Dion. It's all come back to me. Because <laughs> I thought like we like... Because I, I didn't realise how many people love that song. Yeah, check your privilege, know your place. Yeah. Oh, I that did. That was a song I like, the, when you're a kid, right, and you're a, a queer kid, it starts leaking out before you know it. Like, I remember that song came out and I was like, this is for me. I was like, yeah. this is my song. And then, even remember one time, we were in my cousin's house and then it came on the TV, Top 30 Hits or whatever. And my brother went, oh, this is Shane's favourite song. And I was like, some recognition finally yes. I was like I was like yes this does this song does belong to me <laughs> but you were history with the slamming of the door <clears throat> so it's, good it's just brilliant Thunder and Lightning I mean come on brilliant Yeah, it's yeah. one of the greatest songs ever but it is I don't think you should do it at karaoke because it does belong to so many people that I, I don't know it's divisive for our Christmas mm. party for the Young Hot Guys we should just go and rent the karaoke booth and do it like you know when people do those um, live streams of just them doing things like buskers Yeah, mm. we should just do that have all our phones just sitting there streaming it across platforms That's karaoke's only fun to watch when the people aren't good at it uh, I was at a bar in London it was, London? It was a drag brunch in London but they did karaoke and uh and there was some people getting up and they were really good at singing and I just had yeah. no time for it. Mm. Real good, like musical theatre people. And getting they were like singing Anastasia I'm, or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm going to try this song, but like, you know, I don't know, like, ugh. And then they're like, desperate. I'm not going to sing anymore because no, I think I've sang ones. too much Desperado. on the podcast. But they, they were so good and everyone was just like, ah, we don't want, we want to see people who are, you know, a little bit shy, maybe you've mm. never sang in public before. Mm. Singing, singing a bit and getting things a bit wrong, you know. If I want to hear good singers, I'll, I'll just listen to the recording of that song. Yeah. No, I do what annoys me. I think there's a there's an attitude of karaoke now that is like everyone gets to sing the song. I think everyone needs to be quiet. Yes, I agree with that. And I think yes. I, I, I actually prefer the karaoke's when they're not in a room but they're in the bar because there's a bit more kind of decorum with watching the person sing. You mm. know, if you're playing singing like I want it that way, you haven't a fucking hope of hearing yourself. Everyone's gonna be singing along back yeah. to the voice. You know what I mean? I don't want yeah, it's party karaoke is fun and everything, but I want like Older women to go crazy, yeah. crazy for feeling so lonely. <laughs> I want them. When I used to work in a pub Santa years ago, they baby. used to sing. You don't see as many of them anymore. Woman. You know, like at Outlang Sign at New Year's, you cross your arms and they mm. sing thing. But mm. sometimes the old ladies just just do that anyway. Did I already talk about this on this? Anyway, I can't no, remember. Um, but I liked when they used to do. In when I worked in the pub, they would sing. King of the road. Yeah. Um, and what was the other one I liked? Oh, the Elvis. It's to wonder, wonder of you. <laughs> I was I beautiful, but I want a bit of that. I don't want all like, oh my God, now they're singing um, Fat Lip by uh, some 41. I'm like, no, I want, oh, there's a good karaoke, Alison Spittle's karaoke. Yeah, Alison Spittle did a new metal karaoke to oh, close wow. out the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. It was incredible. And it was kind of the event to be at in town. Wow. All like all comedians were there, but also massive like amounts of just fans of comedy were there and people sang people sang a lot of System of a Down, people sang a lot of My Chemical Romance and people were belting it out kind of like even Avril really Levine was allowed. It, it was yeah. just fun. Yeah. But then the, I have to can I talk about the cringe guy? Yeah, I can't remember who the green so guy was. So there was um, a bit where there was like Alison was like on the key on the laptop and she's like, I'm trying to figure it out on the mic at the same time. She's like, I'm trying to figure out the last song. And then this guy who was the first one who sang, he also this is hours later, and he was like really wanted to do it, and it was like kind of David Brentian. 
he was like, she was like, hold on, we're just trying to figure out the next uh, song to finish up with or something. Mm-hmm. And by himself, he took it upon himself to get up. And now it's new metal was the vibe. Yeah. And he started singing Queen to himself. And he was like, came over and he's like, and the world really going for it. <laughs> Turn it in. And I was like, no. And then it just petered out because no one joined. Yeah. Oh, and he rough. actually tried um, twice. Yeah. Uh, twice? The, what's what's another part of that song? What's that song? Galileo, nah, Galileo, or whatever. I'm gonna have myself. We're just singing singing. Today. Uh, We're just He did singing. like, I feel like. Uh, 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 <laughs> as if everyone's gonna like turn and go, who is that vocalist? You yeah, know what I mean? That it's like, shit, that's yeah. the voice. Yeah, you know the, what's, the, up, the, sorry, the what's up cringe about that? Is I, I used to, I swear. I used to do that at the end of karaoke with my friends. Like when they when they were the, never they would cut us off. Oh. I would sing that a cappella and people would would join in. So yeah, that is. I understand. That was brilliant. your thing. Yeah, but to watch it fail. I mean, that's part of life. Like that is failure. I mean, we should have. We let's start a failure podcast. Yeah. What are your biggest failures? Then failure. You have to it's embrace failure, failing. don't you? Yeah. And that's so important. Vulnerable. That's so important. That's how you learn. That's so important. That's how you learn. Fail. Fail. <laughs> I hate those new obsession with failure. So um, you know what else is pretty good? Success. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you know it's not successful. Um, my neck. Oh yeah, you hurt your neck. Yeah, like, I'm, I, I, you guys have probably noticed. I look like the hunchback of Notre Dame over here. You mm-hmm. do strikingly good posture though. Most yeah. of the time. I, well, I mean, I hope so. I sleep on a plank. What did you do? Well, I just, well, I just, it's not my. Uh, Did you wake up with your legs? Above I woke your head? up. Was, do you know what it is? And your Mickey on your lip. It's. <laughs> no, it's it's the pillows in the bed. Nice. Anna's put too many pillows on our bed. Nice. Mm. We have too many pillows. You slept what with is a woman. With these birds first... and cushions. No. it's like a goddamn bouncy castle. No, there I is too many. I want to go to sleep. I gotta take apart this whole construction. <laughs> <laughs> Roundy ones, roundy pillows, square pillows, rectangle. Got one with a star. You got one that's furry. Pillows. I don't know whether to lie on it or fuck it. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's true though. Too many pillows in the bed. I they, have a bed tip. Like my head's like this. I feel like so. I'm like the grand old Duke of York with all the pillows in my bed. I feel like I've got so <laughs> many like big pillows, little pillows. With so many pillows. <laughs> what a what a, what a grand old duke. There's someone hey, like the grand old duke of York yeah. over someone here. Someone who's marching people to the top of the hill, marching them down and marching them halfway up, mm. has a lot of pillows in their back. He does. And he, when they're and only halfway like up, him. though, do you know what I think is funny about that? When they're only halfway up, they were neither up nor down. Do you no, know what yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you sleep in a bed with another person, um, I would encourage everyone to have two duvets. Wow. Okay, two, yeah. du- two duvets. That's yeah. a great show. And then when you go away, you don't have that option, so it's nice to share when you're away. Which you king size duvet? What? No, two duvets. That's what I just said. <laughs> I know, but something away the way you're saying two duvets two is duvets. just kind of like interesting. But a king size allows you to still wrap yourselves up. Look, okay, I should be entitled to say what I feel and believe in without it being questioned. I'm okay. Sorry, look, you can do that. Anyway, the thing I like most about the Grand Old Duke of York uh, <laughs> is all of his men. Do you know that my son loves that song because we read it from nursery rhymes. Do you know what else, other ones he loves? And he loves this one. And I think it's the weirdest song ever. You know, Wee Willy Winky? Yeah. Wee Willy Winky runs through the town, <laughs> upstairs and downstairs in his nightgown, rapping on the windows, crying through the locks. Are the children in their bed? For it's now eight o'clock. Oh. 
<laughs> he sings the whole thing. I sing that to him. Oh, uh, Wee Willie Winky is one of my heroes. I, just I don't know him so at all. Funny. He's crying through the lock. He goes Those around in the bed. Yeah, he goes around telling kids to go to bed. Oh, is yeah. that who he is? And okay. he wears like kind of like he dresses a bit like uh, Scrooge or whatever in his nightgown and stuff. Uh, but he's just a funny character, Wee Willie Winky. <laughs> <laughs> I always reference him. Well, he's kind of like you know Wee Willie Winky, but knowing British nursery rhymes, like like someone's gonna do, some historian's gonna go Wee Willie Winky, and they're like Wee Willie Winky was actually a convicted paedophile yeah, from I know. the Winky area, I know. Uh, who yeah. like it's all they always have right. It's always like a tissue. A tissue is like oh, they're all dying of the plague. They're yeah. all dying. Yeah, yeah. They're rotting on the street. He We're was from Winkleston upon Avon. <laughs> yeah, they should update some of those ones. Like you know. Like, you know, when it gets to Christmas and you start singing these songs, you know, mm. bring us some figgy pudding now, bring us some. Fi- yeah. Can we not change that to, you know, like a milkshake or something? Do you know what I mean? Fig roll. Or some, something. I think like, you know, uh, Christmas is coming. The geese are getting fat. Please put a penny in the old man. These are all very dated. The tofu is getting fat. Gee, you're trying to make it all woke. We haven't got a penny, yeah. a halfpenny. Halfpenny you know, will do. I feel like they should just update these songs, make them relevant again. Or try make new ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll, do, we'll work on that. Okay, uh, yeah. that's a challenge then. What about a new Christmas song? A new Christmas nursery rhyme that we have to come up with for Christmas time. Okay, okay. So, new Christmas nursery rhyme. Yeah, that has the flavor of old, but the message of the new. Okay, just no, you're not right now. Not right, right, right now. A few weeks. No, in a few weeks' time. Okay, all right. I'll come back with it. Okay. We are running low on time, and I'm just thinking about the figgy pudding. Just after reminding me, we have run out of time. We don't have time to include any of your uh, wacky food combos oh, God. that you love. No. So, yeah, but we, they were so funny. Yes. In, in their droves at uh, yhg at headstuff.org. Yeah. Um, so sorry about that. God. Uh, got dinner for being a gay stock to us. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, remember. Yes. You, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget. It's Bear in mind to remember. The things that have happened in the past and in the present and, and in the future <laughs> that you can't remember things that are in the future, but you should try. Yeah. Uh, and if no one else says this to you this week, I love you. Oh, that's actually... Me? That's, that's you you love me or the audience. That's yeah. going to reach someone. Thank you guys for listening and for making us Madonna's favorite podcast. And if you want to hear any more, go to Head Stuff Plus, where you can get some behind the scenes, maybe extra podcasts, maybe. Um, <laughs> and give what you want. If nudes, it's happening. There, the track that I am very tired. Loud and a little bit sad. He was the best guy around. Oh my! Oh my! Is it hot in here or what? You're an attractive guy. It's the fabulous Tony Cantwell. I'm talking about Shane Daniel Burn. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.